Yeah, that's an all-time classic right there, George Michael, as uh, as we begin our conversation this afternoon and uh, just going uh, to what's happening in Cape Town. Good afternoon and uh, welcome to Lifetime Live. And uh, you can connect with us uh, sending, by sending us an SMS at 40938, charged at 150 per SMS. And uh, you can send us uh, a message via Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio, hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. We also welcome your WhatsApp up voice notes. I'm hoping that we'll have the voice notes today on 0614-104-107. Also welcoming your calls on 0891-104-207. Uh, now, Bishop Joe Suoka um, delivered a message uh, to the Indaba that uh, they're investing in Africa mining Indaba that's currently underway in Cape Town. Started yesterday until uh, it will be on until the 7th. And he says that uh, democratically elected leaders, such as cabinet ministers, should protect communities from land grabbers instead of people's land uh, being continued to be stripped, degraded and untimely destroyed for profit from mining activities um, that these people that we elect into um, these important positions must protect people. And today in his speech um, to the Indab uh, on its Sustainable Development Day, um, Tuesday uh, was deemed uh, Sustainable Development Day. Uh, the bishop continued to say, it is difficult to understand why the Minister of Mineral Resources appears to support foreign invaders of the land to force development for short-term financial benefits instead of sustainable development for people when they have democratic rights to choose and decide their future. And Bishop is joining us uh, right now on the line to just tell us about how his speech was received and uh, perhaps the intentions behind uh, the message. Good afternoon and welcome, Bishop. Thank you so much for taking our call. Good afternoon, Priscilla. A very profound message this is. Uh, perhaps your inspiration, what was the inspiration behind uh, your message and linking it to, uh, I mean, the fact that today is regarded uh, as Development Day? Look, we have been for the last uh, 10 years as an alternative uh, mining in Dava, which meets in Cape Town alongside the um, African uh, Mining in Dava, mm-hmm. advocating for social um, issues to be put on the agenda, particularly uh, issues of sustainable development. And my motivation in this regard has been to uh, try and lift up the issue of power imbalances that mm. we, we cannot expect um, communities to uh, bargain with uh, um, uh, captains of industry, the government, um, on an equal basis. And that a platform should be created where engagement should be on uh, mutual understanding of the agenda and the issues that are going to be raised. And so when I spoke today, I had in mind two communities, Mahobading in the Limpopo, mm-hmm. and of course the um, Polobeni um, community, where I have participated in various um, forums uh, to try and understand what are the issues, what is it that people are wanting. And that's where the uh, problem is, that the government has failed to listen to what the Tolobeni people are, are saying. Mm-hmm. Starting from uh, Minister Zwane, uh, Mantashe is trying to really force his way into the minds of the people by saying that he's going to have a referendum despite the fact that the courts have ruled that there should be a concern uh, that um, 
is given by the uh, communities, not just consultations. So we're trying to say to the uh, mining industry, just listen. Mm. Try to understand what is it that people are wanting. It's not that they don't want development, but they want sustainable development, which means uh, they are aware that mining has um, a short span of life, for instance, 15 to 20 years. Whereas uh, ecotourism and agricultural uh, farming will go a long way uh, to even support the generations yet to come. And the unfortunate reality is, is whatever damage is done, it, it, it's a lasting damage uh, for those communities. And um, I would like to know how your message was received. And we have to pay the bills right now. And straight after this, uh, your response to that question. Hashtag SAFM Lifetime. Right, Lifetime Live it is, and thank you so much for connecting with us as we um, have a conversation around uh, protecting the land from land grabbers. Uh, this is the message that was uh, delivered by uh, Bishop Joe Suoka, who is chairperson of the Benchmarks Foundation, and uh, delivering this message at uh, the currently uh, underway investing in Africa mining in Daba um, that's happening in Cape Town. And uh, this message was delivered today. So how was your message re- uh, received, uh, Bishop? I think Christina, it was uh, received warmly, really, because there were no interruptions of um, that showed uh, disagreement. There was some applaud at the end of it, but also I think it was well received in that some uh, CEOs, about three of them, came by and said, "Look, we would like to continue the conversation with you." Mm. I have suggested also that um, the uh, mining houses need to come together and work with communities in terms of forming a small task task, uh, group that will liaise with each other so that when the issues are put on the agenda, there's a clear understanding of what they are and Mm. how they are to be handled on an equal and um, mutual understanding of paving the way forward. Otherwise, it's always going to be an issue of them doing this and us toy toying mm. to make our voices heard because that's the only language now the communities have that is, is understood by um, companies. So Bishop Soka, as things stand now, um, what is the current situation where um, you know, these investors quote unquote uh, are mining? Well, they, they they seem to understand that there is a need for them to listen uh, very carefully and to be um, uh, engaging with the communities that they cannot overlook communities because they have got needs that their aspirations should be taken seriously if the mining is going to make sense um, for what they intend to doing. Minister Montage said something very interesting. He said, well, look, mining is not just about um, mines and metal, but it's about people. And that's what we've been saying, that people should be at the center of these negotiations. Uh, You cannot have the government and uh, the uh, miners making decisions without really engaging constructively Mm -hmm. to an extent where people say, well, this makes sense to us. So far, there has been imposition of um, mining on the people, and mm-hmm. thus there has been this rejection and um, resistance. 
So what does the imposition, uh, what, what, in what form is, is the imposition? I mean, I secure land, rent there or buy it and, and I begin to mine. Um, how, how is that being imposed? No, they, they just go to the local chiefs ah. and identify the uh, area with the resources and start prospecting. And before people realize what's happening, they're digging. Mm. And that's what makes people very angry. People are saying, uh, because you see, the process of consulting in this country is when the government uh, just interviews few people and then they say, well, people have consulted to what we want to do, which is not fair. The, the court decision in Pretoria said people, they must give consent, which means they must not just be consulted, but they must be engaged extensively so that there is an agreement to do what needs to be done in that particular area. If people are saying we want uh, eco-tourism, let it be so. Mm. They have reasons for that. And so going ahead with the mines, because that's quick um, way of making profit, it does not work. We cannot give away life-sustaining um, earth for profit. Yeah. People's lives matter money we found it here and we shall leave it here also so the finger also points um towards some of the chiefs uh, in some of the areas where mining uh, occurs how would you like government um, to ensure that, because if, if uh, the miner is going to say, or, or the company that's mining is going to say that uh, we have an agreement with the chief, uh, that means, you know, protocol was observed. But how yeah, do but we then uh, proof, ensure that, uh, you know, the land grabbers don't get their way um, because uh, perhaps there's a brown envelope that went to the chief? You know, the chiefs, like the politicians, are uh, elected by people, and therefore they're supposed to be representing the interests and aspirations of the people. A company cannot just uh, talk to it and then make a conclusion without involving the community, which has a final say. Chiefs and politicians are not supposed to do what they think people want. I mean, one of the ironies is that Mantashe in particular, he's pushing for mining in Tolobene as if he has shares in that company. And it should be people, the community that have shares in the company, not politicians. Politicians come and go. Those will always be there at Tolobene. And therefore their interests, the, what they believe will sustain them much longer than mining, is what should be uh, taken seriously and implemented. In your speech, you continued um, to challenge uh, President Ramaphosa to say that uh, he tells us that there's a new dawn, and yet it seems like it's more talk than it is about action. Of course. I mean, um, would you say, for instance, it's new dawn for Colobani people? No, it's sunset. People have died. People mm. have been injured. Um, family have been divided and raised new dawn in all that. It's just a talk that the politicians would like us to understand as a way forward, but it's only meant for those privileged to be able to make decisions for themselves. Why can't rural people make decisions that will benefit not just them, but their children and generations to come? 
Oh, they also have the right. They, 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 they live in a democratic society mm-hmm. uh, where a dialogue is important, where um, decisions should be collectively made so that everybody uh, benefits from whatever decision that is being made. So what, what would you perhaps, uh, and, and I'm sure this was part of your, your uh, speech as well, um, what are you advocating for? What are you suggesting uh, happens in, in form of development? What would development entail? Look, as, I, as I'm using the Mahobadeng uh, example in, in Limpopo, people are saying that we had... Um, a land for grazing of our uh, cattle. We had uh, land on which to live and build our lives. We had water to drink. But after the mine, all those things are gone. Mm. There is hardly any clean water to drink. It's contaminated. There is hardly any clean uh, and safe air to breathe. Um, People are suffering from airborne diseases as a consequence of mine. And mine are long gone, and people suffer and they die. So what needs to be done is to get in the community, find out exactly what is it that they prefer as uh, supporting their lives um, and that will benefit their children uh, long after they are gone themselves. Mm. We cannot have, a, you know, shortcuts to these things. There must be processes that are to be followed, there must be a clear understanding. Because, you know, communities are not the same. Um, Some people can say, look, it's okay with mining, but in mining, that's what we want uh, environment to be protected. Don't destroy our nature. Don't pollute our air. Don't contaminate our water. All right, Bishop, we're going to take a news break and uh, when we return some of the messages um, and questions that have been sent to you, we go through those. Bishop Josioka is joining us as chairperson of uh, the Benchmarks Foundation and uh, he just delivered a speech at the mining in Daba titled Protect Our Land uh, from Land Grabbers. And uh, we take your questions, comments straight after the news headlines with Utsile Sako. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.5 FM in Stellenbosch. This is Lifetime Live with me, Chris Salda, and uh, we take your messages right now, questions, comments, and your calls on 0891-104-207 and uh, WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. And speaking on the line uh, with uh, Bishop Joe Soka, who's joining us uh, from Cape Town. She, he's chairperson of the Benchmarks Foundation as we talk about land grabbers, and that was his message at uh, the uh, mining in Daba. And... Uh, Potholes Timen, that's a handle, uh, by the way, on, on Facebook. This person calls themselves Potholes Timen, um, saying, please ask your guest who should have the final say about uh, the land which they live or should um, minerals be discovered, uh, the government or the residents? I guess, who's your message directed towards, uh, Bishop? Um, should the government or the resi- uh, residents take charge? Look, the people were um, 
they live and have their being for centuries. Their ancestors uh, leave them. Uh, their uh, parents and grandparents are buried there. Uh, they should have the final say. Mm. It is their gift from God. And that gift they should use as it fits their needs and, uh, as I said, aspirations. Uh, it must be on, on the basis of long-term life-sustaining uh, activity. Uh, it should not be uh, profit before the community. So the um, investors, uh, the uh, government, should understand that, mm. that the land belongs to the people. And uh, if they, uh, even at the time when we talk about um, um, the land issue, they continue to impose uh, ways in which the land should be um, developed, it, it makes things very difficult mm. for future um, understanding of how the land should be handled. And, and Bishop, I mean, this development issue has been talked about um, for the longest time, sustainable uh, development that is, especially around in and around the mining areas. Who is to ensure that it's implemented? It's not just talk. And, and do we not really feel like now it's time to put time frames and that by time, a specific time, we need to actually see the development, that we don't wait until the next year's uh, mining in Daba and uh, the conversation is still about uh, sustainable development? Yeah, you see, uh, Chrissy, that all along um, investors have been talking about development. Um, and they, what they did then is to build a clinic there, uh, and uh, they never discussed the issue who's going to manage those clinics, where will the medicine come from. They built a school there, but it's a school that a CEO of Anglo-American can never take his child to. And now we're saying, let the development that you're talking about be sustainable, which is, is different from just development. Development is what they think is right for the people. Sustainable development is what the communities would dictate to the investor as a requirement and a need. So if, if for instance, they um, are building a clinic, there should be collaboration with the community, whether they will supply the medication or the government will supply the, the doctors. Um, but if they don't do that, it remains um, uh, just a building that mm. is no use to anybody. So. It is um, uh, both the investor, the government, and the community that must sit down and think carefully and constructively what is best for that community and the investor. That's it. So we go back to your messages. Uh, SMS is at 40938, uh, charged at 150 um, per SMS as as we um, just respond uh, to some of your questions. Bishop Sioka is with us on the line. An SMS, it's an unsigned SMS, Bishop, uh, saying, Crisalda, do we have to pretend that we don't know that the Mandashe uh, the Mandashes are only interested in the shares they get uh, from these mining companies and not the people. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with that uh, SMS um, because the way he's behaving, he doesn't behave as a representative of the people, but as, a, as the one representing the um, uh, investors. 
And uh, I don't think uh, the Ramaphosa government would really want to see that happening. I think um, Ramaphosa is more interested in to see that people are benefiting from the resources that mm. they have. And I guess, you know, more and more people, there's also another SMS uh, from a George that I'm, I'm hoping to get to. Alex Mutsamai in Mokobane says, um, the people of Waterbeck, um, Go Mokhalakwena and uh, Begasford, they are the ones suffering from the mining and uh, ANC cor- corrupt officials. Yeah, you see, all that should be avoided. Um, uh, politicians must be transparent. They must be honest in dealing with on these matters so that people are not suspicious and that, that criticism um, uh, are not thrown at them on the basis of suspicion that there are gains for them at the expense of the people. So the more they behave like cowboys who do things the way they think, it, it's the only way, mm. the more they will be criticized, the more they will be losing out on votes. People are, are, are very uh, clever these days. Um, they would know exactly how to deal with uh, politicians in a democratic society. Bishop, what are you hoping to achieve post the Indaba? Um <laughs> Because, you know, sometimes we go with good intentions and, and when you, um, you state hard-hitting facts, uh, sometimes the message can be distorted. Uh, what yeah. are you hoping for post this? Because someone had well, to say what you said. One, we are hoping that the alternative in, uh, mining in Dava that is um, organized by civil society and the faith communities is part of the main uh, endeavor so that uh, we can engage um, on equal basis, not uh, us meeting elsewhere and they meeting in another venue. Um, The second thing, we're hoping that they've got a message that we need to create a facility, a committee that uh, represents the the mining community and the committee that we will put together representing faith and um, uh, communities um, where the resources are so that there is an ongoing engagement so that by the time we come back uh, next February we have some understanding of what needs to be done what are people saying and how can industry respond to those demands avoiding the conflict that is possibly um, the potential misunderstanding. Bishop, thank you. Thank you very much. Are you going to post um, your speech anywhere, perhaps for further engagement by South Africans? Yeah, it should be on the website of uh, the um, Benchmark Foundation. Awesome. And also on the Alternative Mining in Daba. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for joining us and thank you uh, for that interaction. Bishop Joe Suoka. Thank you who's... for having us as well. Thank you. Awesome. Good Bye-bye. Goodbye. Uh, who's chairperson of the Benchmarks Foundation and that's uh, Bishop uh, Joe Suoka.